Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, as we wrap up Union's 3-2 shootout loss to St. Lawrence in ECAC hockey play Saturday night at Mesa Rink. Uh, the Union first uh, shootout in ECAC hockey play. Uh, it was introduced last year, but of course Union did not play last year because of the coronavirus pandemic. It went to a fourth round as neither team scored in the first three rounds, uh, so it went to sudden death. Uh, Brandon Estes for Union did not score, but uh, Caden Pickering did, beating goaltender Garrett Nieto. Yes, I said Garrett Nieto. He came in uh, early in the third period when Connor Murphy left the game with uh, cramping. Uh, of course, the press box where we sit at Messerink is at the one end near the Zamboni entrance. Murphy was at the other end of the ice, and it was tough to tell what had happened. Uh, he was down for a little bit. Uh, we, you know, with a goaltender, you know, you first thing you think of is a probably groin injury. He stretched uh, too far to make a save or something. He got up, and uh, Cheryl, tr- trainer Cheryl Rockwood was talking with him, and um, they decided that it was best for Murphy to uh, exit the game, and Garrett Nieto came in. At the time, it was 1-1, and uh, St. Lawrence scored on its second shot against Nieto. Tim uh, Markowski scored. Uh, 4:47 into the third period to give St. Lawrence a two-to-one lead, but after that, Union's defense clamped down, and Nieto uh, didn't make a save. Uh, St. Lawrence trying to get shots and goal. They did hit some posts, but they did not get any on Nieto himself. They really didn't get anything on him until into the overtime. So um, Union did a great job clamping down, and they got the game-tying goal uh, by Gabriel Seeger uh, with 1:11 left, and Nieto out. For an extra attacker. Union does get a point for the uh, shootout loss. Now, I'll explain this again because this is new for uh, Union and RPI fans here in the area. Uh, the uh, win regular is now three-point games in ECAC hockey, really across all of uh, college hockey in, in conference play. Uh, you know, regulation win is worth three points. We get to overtime. The uh, overtime winner or shootout winner gets two points, and the overtime or shootout loser gets one point. However, for NCAA overall record purposes, the uh, if a game goes to a shootout, it will be declared a tie. So uh, Union will have a loss in uh, ECAC hockey play, but not in their overall records. So that's you know just that's why if you see my stories, I'm putting the number of points in. Uh, the the story you'll have an understanding why it is. You should have to do that now because you know normally years ago it used to be you know two points for a win that was it and then one point for a tie it was kind of easy to figure out uh, the points over. But now you have to you know, you know figure in the uh, overtime wins and overtime losses and stuff like that. So it's going to be an interesting year dealing with that. But uh, you know, having to deal with that back to back games, of course, uh, Union winning an overtime Friday night against Clarkson four to three. So. We've seen the three-on-threes. This was the third time Union's played three-on-threes uh, this season. Uh, of course, the other time was against Colorado College. That game ended tied. There was no shootout because they do not do shootouts in uh, non-conference games. So let's get to the uh, post-game interviews. Uh, we'll start with Union head coach Rick Bennett, and uh, we addressed the, the Connor Murphy uh, situation along with uh, forward Bram Shearer, who was hurt uh, in Friday's game against Clarkson, went down awkwardly, and it looked like a knee injury, pretty serious. And Rick Bennett uh, did not have good news on Bram Shear. 
Greg, talk about uh, Connor's situation and Bram's situation first before we get into the game. Connor's situation. The, the injury. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just cramping. Just cramping. Was That's it. There's no story there in that one. Just pure cramping. Is that just lack of fluids or just who knows? Things? Yeah. yeah, that's you know again I can't get into that because I don't know you know his his cramping history yeah. even if there is a history which I don't think there is because it's the first time it's happened at least in ten games. So. And what about Bram? Because I heard you I listened to the ESPN he, interview before the game with Matt and the yeah. You know term. again that 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 probably couple months here you know for for him so you know it's just gotta rehab and get get going you know at this at this time but I think it's a it's a lower body injury how's that does that work it works, it works. yeah okay and uh he's very doubtful for a while how's that one okay okay <laughs> Tell the team's reaction here it comes in he's cold give up a goal and you guys didn't give up another shot on goal thing for about 15 minutes at that point uh, just, what are your observations on just the way the, the team reacted and you took took the game over? Then? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's too bad it took a goal, <laughs> and you know to kind of wake us up a bit. And then once that happened, you know the guys showed some fight and really really battled hard. Um, I think we had probably those in the last six minutes. I think we had all of our shots uh, that, that that we had in the third period, and then in there it seemed like so. Um, again, it's a I don't quite think we had our legs tonight, but a team like St. Lawrence really reminded me a lot of Colorado College with their speed. It's going to put you on your heels sometimes, and I thought they did that tonight. You know, for for most of the night, and you know, that's you know, I, I thought we, as far as managing the puck tonight, I think we could have done a much better job to help ourselves, and we just didn't. We just didn't have that tonight. But do you able to get the tying goal there from Seeger uh, catching Zedberg and you know the yeah. shoulder down a little bit? But the fact you're able to get to this, get to a, a, at least a point out of this, do you had is that somewhat satisfying? Yeah, I mean, based on the previous weekends, yeah, we we grew a lot, and you know it's, it says a lot about the group and the fact that you don't have your best, that you're able to come out of there with a point. And you know, at this time, you got to keep banking points. You know, so you know, as you as you both know, at the end of the year, those all add up. I don't care how you got them, but you you have to get them. You know, so I give this I give this group a lot of credit. What was the mood on the bench when, when Connor came out? Was there anybody anybody on the team that that kind of rallied the boys, or did you say something, or did it just come naturally? No, it was just kind of. Uh, all right, Connor's out. Everyone's excited for for Garrett, and when Garrett goes in, it's it's on. You know, let's 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 try to help him out. Um, I I didn't think the first shift it, it quite did, but you know, again, it just it was it, it was a positive vibe on the bench. To experience the shootout for the first time when it, it really matters now. I mean, what was it like? I mean, obviously. You went 0 for 4 in the shootout, but to to get that experience, what was that like? Well, it's exciting, you know, especially for the players. They you could tell our bench they they were having a lot of fun with it, and you know we put out the the combos that we thought could maybe score, but you you, you saw what a nine four five you know cold goaltender can do, and I thought Garrett did a good job too, but 
you know, just in the end, that uh, that guy made some made some nice saves, and he's a he's a heck of a goaltender. Is that something with it, with it now in? A part of the league now. Do you practice that at the end of practice at all? Or oh yeah, they they do that in um, you know our our goalie sessions as well, and we'll do that if we're playing a small game and it's it's tied, you know, just to kind of create that atmosphere. Obviously, it's much different, but yeah, we'll we'll try to create the the environment. Um, but you know, and they have fun with it in practice too. So if you're having fun with practice, I'm, I'm sure that's got to be fun for them. They, you, know, you know they're going to talk about it tonight. So Up next are Union goaltender Garrett Nieto and Ford Gabriel Seeger. Uh, first time experience the college shootout. Uh, what was it like? Uh, it's kind of special. Obviously fun, but would have been more exciting if it came up top. Uh, I think G did a great job saving the first three or four there. Obviously we need to bury at least one of them, but I'm kind of excited they included that. Yeah. Garrett, for you to come into the situation you did, uh, you know, no warm-ups, uh, just basically getting stretched uh, out to uh, replace uh, Connor. Uh, after you gave up the goal, you didn't see, you didn't have to, they didn't get a shot on goal. They had a couple posts, but uh, what was it like getting in, coming in that situation with the, with the way the game was at that point? Uh, it was a little nerve-wracking, honestly. It's the only second college hockey game, but I just went in with the mindset, you know, kind of have fun with it. Just, uh, just, just roll with whatever happens, and you know, I, I, no idea, I, I, I had no idea or no eyesight on that goal, but it was, it was still a lot of fun. What was the mindset of the team when Connor goes out, and you know, and then they take the lead because you guys just took over the, the game at that point? Yeah, obviously that them taking the lead uh, led to us even have to hunt a little bit more than we knew. Gary was cold. Second game, we got to fight for him too. Um, yeah, I guess those that combination. It, it seemed like you guys really clamped down there, as I, as I said. You know, no shots on goal. I mean, obviously a couple of posts, but to be able to you know keep St. Lawrence away from uh, from Gary, how, how good did that feel? And especially leading up to your tying goal. Oh yeah, great. Like it's good for your team morale. Uh, I think we had a great sense of urgency. Uh, we got some long shifts done in their O zone, uh, helped G out a little bit. Then they had some opportunities on the rush. I think they we made a couple of great saves and they hit bar once, I think. But in general, like our urgency was way better at that point. Talk, talk about your goal. You look like Zetterquist uh, uh, went down just a little bit, gave you that opening over his left shoulder. Yeah, so I was first planning on one teeing it. Um, didn't really get in my right stance, and then I a quick look and I think he like thought it was going to pass so I was just going to shoot high short side high so it worked this time How low were you? You were pretty close to the goal Yeah, it was, that was a tough angle actually but uh, yeah, I'm glad he went in <laughs> We <laughs> practiced that a lot too actually so you know, Unfortunately you guys are dealing with these injuries now, we have four players out um, How do you get through this situation right now because you know, we don't know what Shearer's status is, we don't know what Connor's status is uh, Dylan's out. Uh, Ferris is out. So, what do you? How do you deal through this? Uh, try to get through this. Uh, I mean, it all comes with from within. Honestly, like we have, we can only put so many guys in the lineup, and obviously the guys who are out are are huge. And like you said, we don't know the status of Connor, but uh, I think we have full confidence with whoever's going to go in in a, in that lineup that we're going to get the job done. And I think we're 
we're really growing and really improving every weekend, and I think it's starting to show with uh, with points going up on the, on the leaderboard. How would you assess that this weekend? You end up getting three out of a possible six points. Uh, so how do you assess the weekend? I would say three out of six is like okay. I played two pretty tough teams, but we grew as a team, which is like the biggest takeaway from this week, I think. Uh, we battled for each other. We took a couple of steps in small details we talked about. So things, we took a good step and we're heading forward after this. Hey, Garrett, what, what does this tell you about staying mentally sound during the game? Because uh, you never know when your number's going to get called. Uh, I mean, it's a good, uh, it's a good learning experience for me. Uh, like you said, it's it's always tough to stay mentally ready, but uh, I just, I just do my, I still do my thing, no matter if I'm playing or not. Just so when called upon, if if needed, I'm I will be ready. Just like the the circumstance that happened tonight. So I think uh, just keeping with what I do, no matter if I play or not, really it really helps me out. Finally, let's hear the thoughts of St. Lawrence head coach Brent Brecky. Well, just to uh, get those shootouts, I mean, did you have any shootouts last year when you played? Yep. No? yep. So, I mean, well, so you guys, were you guys comfortable getting into that situation? Yeah, yeah, I think, you know what, almost every single kid on our teams played it in junior hockey if they've come out of the junior ranks. It's part of the, uh, you know, the stepping process coming to college hockey at the junior ranks, so the kids are used to it, so it's nothing new. Obviously, playing it last year, Different scenario because you don't have fans, um, but still being a part of it and the momentum swings that can go back and forth with each save or each goal, you know, there's a comfort level I think for sure. So um, yeah, our guys have been through it and uh, comfortable in those situations. Yeah, Union yeah, losing their starting goaltender Murphy, and you guys took the lead with Nieto in there. Then you didn't get a shot on the rest of that uh, regulation. Uh, did you did you sense that Union is playing better defensively and tight just because they had uh, a different goaltender in there? Yeah, I think, well, we hit four posts. <laughs> that was the other piece, too, right? I mean, that's where he didn't get shots on that, that register. So we had four posts in that span. Um, so that could be a difference. Um, but they frustrated us. They were above us, and we didn't get a lot of clean entries for some real good looks with our line rush opportunities. And, uh, and then they started to press, obviously, with a one-goal game late, which you're typically going to see that and kind of stem the tide. And uh, they execute on a play on a six-on-five. So... Um, did you remind the guys when when Murphy came out that hey you got a new goalie in there and he's he's not warm um, to try and try and get a big shot on there early? Yeah, you're a former coach. <laughs> yeah, I think well, that's. We've seen a lot of you. Yeah, I think that's everybody's the same mindset. I think everybody in the building is like, hey, you put a new goaltender and that's been sitting there watching a the game. Like you're not going to pass up shooting opportunities, and that's something I thought. I thought they did a good job of deflecting a ton of shots. You know, as we were looking to shoot on line rushes or rolling out of corners and stuff, uh, they did a good job jamming things and deflecting things wide or up and over the net. So they did a good job, you know, buying in to help help them out. It's kind of weird to say, you know, because obviously we we haven't covered hockey here over the last year because of the pandemic. Yeah. A five point weekend, and we never never thought I'd ever hear that kind of. <laughs> but what does that mean to get to be able to get five points out of this weekend? It's hard. I mean, they're a real good team, you know, and we knew it was going to be a, a pretty competitive battle right from the start. Rick does a great job. Their kids show up ready to play every single night. And, you know, yeah, to win on the road back-to-back nights is a challenge. Uh, that's It doesn't matter if you're playing the same team back-to-back nights or playing two different teams. And especially in our conference, it's I think there's just a ton of parity. It's always been that. There's not a big discrepancy from, you know, first place to last place in most seasons, you know, as far as the level of play. Um, so it is a big thing. It's a big step in the process, especially early in the season. You want to get on the road and we haven't played a game yet at home, so it'd be nice to you know, go with uh, 
know, five points coming out of a week and going back home for our first home game. Was that just a fluky way the schedule worked out this year? That you played the, your first several games on the road? Yeah, COVID changed a lot of things where a lot of agreements and scheduling were set up for last year. Well, those all got thrown out the window because you weren't crossing over. You're playing within conference play and you're playing limited games. So it really kind of threw a monkey wrench in a lot of different things. So it kind of altered the schedule a bit. Um, so we had a weekend off already uh, in the first part of the season here, which is a little unusual in October to have a weekend off. But for us, it was a necessity. We had six six players go down with injury in the first uh, two weekends. So it was kind of a, we were looking at it going, we didn't want to be off. But once we ran into the uh, the injury bug there, it was good to have that weekend off. So it'll be good to be at home. You know, it'll be nice to play in front of our fans. And it's been a long, long, long time since we've had our fans in the building at Alpton Arena. By three stars of the game, I'll go with number three, Caden Pickering of St. Lawrence. He had the uh, game-winning goal in the shootout that gave St. Lawrence the victory. Uh, number two star, Gabriel Seeger of Union. His uh, goal with 111 left in regulation and uh, Nieto uh, on the bench for an extra attacker. That tied the score and sent the game into the three-on-three uh, -three overtime and then the shootout. And then uh, my number one stars, Emil Zetterquist, the goaltender of St. Lawrence. Uh, stopped all four shots in uh, the shootout. Uh, he also uh, had 23 saves in the uh, 65 minutes of action. Uh, so uh, there are probably three stars of the game. Uh, Union hits the road next weekend for ECAC hockey action. Their last games before their first trimester final exams. They'll take on Cornell next Friday at Liner Rink and then head to Colgate for a Saturday afternoon game. So we'll have, of course, previews of that uh, next week in the Gazette and online at dailygazette.com. Well, that'll wrap it up for this edition, uh, the post-game edition of the Parting Shots podcast. I thank you for listening. And, of course, I thank you for following uh, me uh, on Twitter at Slapshots. And if you have any questions or comments about the podcast or questions uh, and comments about uh, college hockey and union hockey, you can email your questions to me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at dailygazette.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I am Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.